Blog Talk Radio. To got clutter, get organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time, and hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes and Stitcher Radio, as well as those of you who are part of my Blog Talk Radio community, and those who may be joining me in the chat room later. I hope you are having a great start to your week. And I want to let you know today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. And you can listen to audio books whenever and wherever you want, and you can get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, I don't know about the rest of the world, but I know those of us who are located in the northeast um, United States, we are looking forward to spring. And what a better way to, to to think about spring than think about clearing out some of the clutter in our closets and better organizing the space that we have. And I am happy that we have returning guest expert Felicia Wallace-Benton of Designing Your Vision, and she's going to be sharing with us some closet organizing tips and tips to help us maximize that closet space. Then, of course, in the next half hour, I will be sharing some closet organizing tips and just how to get rid of stuff in Taylor's Tip Time. And, of course, I have my product suggestion of the week, app suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestion. But before I bring on Felicia, I um, went out there and I found some facts on closets. Like, where did it actually come from? I thought that would be interesting to kick off our show this evening. And it says, originally, a closet was a term for a small room, private in nature, which would be adjacent to the bedroom, and where people could go to read or enjoy works of art in private. Some of these rooms were quite large, and all were exclusively the domain of the wealthy. But it seems that in colonial times, the British slapped a tax on private rooms and rooms dedicated to storing clothes and stuff in general, to mostly bolster the coffers, a mindset that seemingly has survived intact with the British government right up to the present day. And it says, stepping into the time machine to a more modern era, these rooms have morphed into rooms, areas used for general storage and clothing. Given the space constraints in the U.K., dedicated rooms for clothing were simply non-existent for the vast majority of the population, and the wardrobe came into being. In the United States, built-in walk closets were uncommon, and where they did exist, they tended to be small and shallow. Following World War II, deeper, more generously sized closets were introduced to new housings, which proved to be very attractive to buyers. Nowadays, closets abound and have special names 
designating their function in the home. We got the utility closet, the linen closet, the coat closet, the walk-in closet for larger clothes. And I found this from Design the Closet on the Internet. So tonight our guest is Felicia Wallace-Benton from Designing Your Vision, which is a full-service interior design firm that provides one-of-a-kind interiors for residential and commercial spaces. Her team feels your home or business is more than just a space. It's a reflection of you. Designing your vision helps you to see the full potential and the most effective way to use your space. So without further ado, and I'm just waiting because Ah, here we go, because sometimes technology is a little slow. Good evening, Felicia. (laughs) Hello, Janet. How are you? I am doing good, and I'm so excited to, of course, have you as a returning guest expert again and to talk about closets, because as you heard, you know, it's been been a little brutal on the Northeast corridor, (laughs) and I think, you know, talking about closets and getting ready for all of those wonderful spring clothes and spring colors and everything will get people really in the mood for spring because I know I'm already in the mood for spring. This is true. And to make things even better, you know, they have all the spring stuff out for Easter, which is right around the corner. So now is the best time to purge your closet. Um a lot of people uh, well normally wait till spring, hence the spring cleaning. But I always tell people to do it now, um, especially if they have time with the weather being the way it is and they're stuck home. As long as the kids aren't driving them crazy, it's a good time to definitely go through your closet and see what you don't need. <laughs> and so, and that's a good and that's a good idea because a few weeks ago when we had that snowstorm, I forget whether it was a Tuesday or Wednesday, one of my clients texted me. She had like five trash bags. She said, hey, look what I'm doing on a snow day. And another client in D.C., hey, Janet, look what I'm doing. It's a snow day (laughs) in D.C., and I'm just going through my closet. So you are so right. So, Felicia, what are some of the things that we tend to keep in our closets that really keep them cluttered. I mean, you know, I describe so many different closets, but particularly our clothes. Like what is some of the stuff that we just kind of hold on to that just makes it just look so messy and cluttered? For the most part, it's stuff that we're never going to use, we haven't used, that we always think that we're going to need. Um, Most of uh, my girlfriends have had kids, they have their before pregnancy and their after pregnancy clothes and they're just in case fat clothes. But they haven't touched them. Um and some people they have my just in case outfit or something that they've had, they've used in the past, but they haven't touched in years. And this goes true for not just clothing, um, like or shoes, but it also goes true to anything else that you have in your laundry or even your coat closet, coats you haven't worn in so long. So it's best to really sit down and be honest with yourself and say, you know, I haven't used this. Am I going to use this item? You know, should it be beneficial that I keep it? And be honest with yourself when you ask these questions, and then get rid of it. 
purge it, let it go. Because um, that's the most thing that clutters our closet, just the basic stuff that we never use, that we just feel the need to hold on to. <laughs> Mm. And, you know, as you were saying that, it reminded me of a friend who had her daughter's, um, I believe it's the brownie uniform, the Girl Scouts and the brownies. Now, mm-hmm. her daughter was actually, had just become a grandmother. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and I'm like, you're She's like, but yeah, but this is so-and-so's little brownie outfit. I'm like, yeah, but you are a great-grandmother now. She is a grandmother. Do you really need to hold on to it? Why? So you're right. We hold on to a lot of stuff for for just we'll never use it ever, ever again. So the next question is, does the size of the closet matter? Because I think a lot of women feel that because they have a small closet, it can't be organized, it can't be functional, and they just can't use it, and they need a walk-in closet. So does size really matter? No, (laughs) no. And I tell this to my clients all the time. I mean, of course, um, they're going to sell you on size does matter, but it doesn't. It really matters uh, to you as a typical person, normal person, um, to sit down and decide what you don't need, what you need to get rid of, and how you use that particular closet. Um, I've had clients that um, have had small closets and due to renovation maybe have been able to expand, but those that haven't um, and really need additional space, we can be creative within the closet or we can be creative how you use other closets to increase or maximize your space. And this helps with people um, who are like myself, my husband and I, when we first moved into our space, it was like, oh, this is perfect. And now we're kind of like accumulated more things, so we're kind of growing out of our Mm -hmm. space. We really have tried to do at times when we, you know, are stuck inside or... (laughs) can't get out or just have time in our hands to reevaluate what we're holding on to and reevaluate how we're using the space. Just because it's a linen closet, is it truly functioning as a linen closet or can we use it to as a storage closet and basically bring some of our linens or tiles and stuff into the bathroom and store them that way, be creative that way. So this is what I sometimes do when people are reorganizing their space and they're adding on or they're thinking about demolition, I try to get them to figure out how they're using the space. And this can be true even if you're not remodeling. Um, Think about how you're using the space. If that closet is functioning great as a linen closet, you just need to clean out and purge it, then that's fine. Same with your closet. If your closet is functioning great as a closet and you think you need new space, nothing has to go in and get rid of some of the stuff and typically reorganize your closet. And there's several different ways that you can definitely organize it no matter what the size. <laughs> so what what I normally suggest to people is, um, and this is what I do, one of the smartest things that you can do is 
uh, start to, if you're a color person and a fashion diva like myself, organize your closet <laughs> by color, uh, which makes it quick and fast for you to pull your items. Another thing is just don't look at the bar where you hang clothes as your only means of storing your stuff. Think of the whole vertical space, the size of the closet, even if it may be a little bit, but the top and the bottom um, of the closet where your clothes stop. Even if you have an extremely long closet, you may can divide it into tiers where you can put double rods in instead of having one single rod going across, hanging your shirts and stuff at the top, at the, or skirts at the top and um, also the bottom and where it's, where you have one rod hanging your longer items, your dresses, your gowns. Um, think of the floor as a place to store your shoes and just don't store them flat, stack them, um, which will allow you to store more shoes. <laughs> um, the space above, be very uh, creative when it comes to adding shelves. Um, also think about adding hooks, different types of hooks. Uh, small to big uh, to allow for belt buckles. And even in some cases, uh, big jewelry uh, that you can't put in your jewelry box, you can store your closet. Um, behind the door is another place where you can put your stuff. Um, and these are all just creative ways in which you can make that small space a neuter space and a space where you can easily access your items making it easier for you and less stressful for you to pull out what you need in the morning, um, for you to be more faster. And trust me, that makes a world of a difference. A lot of people don't realize it, but it does. <laughs> well, so, I do. I things. know it makes I mean, I like you. Yeah, I mean, I liked your, your idea about color because that's how I organize my clothes, I organize them by color. And it makes it so much easier because sometimes I feel like red or orange or maybe black, so by organizing them by color, it's easier for me just to kind of pull together an outfit. That's true. And then have, I'm pretty sure I've had those mornings or everybody else's where you kind of lay out your clothes for the next day, and you're like, I'm not in the mood for that. I want mm-hmm. something else. And it's a blue sweater. And yeah. instead of going through your closet one by one to find it, you just go right to the blue, one, two, three, pull it, and it's mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another mm-hmm. thing that people don't realize is that I hate to iron. <laughs> I really do. Okay. <laughs> it's when you when you well, really start too. to <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're not the only ones, but think about it. When you okay. have an organized closet, your clothes are less likely to be packed, which helps keep mm-hmm. the value of your, your clothes. Not only that, if they're less packed in, that eliminates some ironing because you can always take it out of the dry cleaners, hang it up, and it's, you know, done. It's not being squished. It's not getting those wrinkles in, and you're not having to have to iron it before you put it on. So there's there's a lot of um, um, if you sit down and and take the time. Some people just don't um, want to do that. But even if you take the time to purge your items, and then have one of us to go in and organize your closet, or even think about mm-hmm. different ways that you can build up your closet, it'll make you feel efficient and getting down what you have to do. And for me, not being a morning person and loving it since then, I mean, that's like the icing on the cake where I know I can, if I change my mind, I know I can find something really quick 
so I'm not running out the door mm-hmm. to get my head cut off. So, you know, <laughs> it, it pays off. <laughs> and it, it does, and it does. And I like your tip about the double space, like using double bars, because I notice sometimes people have the one bar in the closet and all of their clothes are, you know, because they wear separate, so half of the closet is not even being utilized, but I'm also I also noticed with one couple that I was working with, someone came in and designed the closet, and I wish it was one of us, either you or I. And because they are short, they didn't take that into consideration when they designed that closet. So you've got these high bars, and you've got all this space at the bottom that's not even being utilized, and shoes just. So I'm like, sometimes I think people. They don't realize it, but they do need experts to come in and really look at the space and look at look at you know them individually, but look at all of their stuff and figure out a system that works for them. And that's absolutely correct. Um, a lot of people do not realize that, and this 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 is a rule that goes true for any space. It has to function to how you function, height, width, whatever the case may be. So if you're short, you have to design it for, for your height. You also have to make sure that everything that you utilize on a daily basis is within reach. It's nothing more uncomfortable than having to go and pull out a step stool every time you need to get something at the top of your closet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My husband and I share a closet. He's, of course, taller than me. All of his stuff is up higher. My stuff is down lower. So he mm-hmm. can definitely reach his. I can reach mine with ease. Um, he's not bending over, worried about getting fast bumping his head. I'm not doing, I'm, you know, reaching for stuff that I need. Um, another thing is, and I love closet concepts. I love people who go out and organize their closets, give people ideas. But, again, it's mm-hmm. a cookie-cutter thing for a typical closet. Um, mm-hmm. As a designer, normally what I do is I tell people to help me, let me, be with you when you meet with these people because they're great at mm-hmm. what they do and what they install is, is you know, phenomenal because they did my closet, but they're not always mm-hmm. thinking about you as a person and how you operate, mm-hmm. which is how we think, mm-hmm. you and I. Um, mm-hmm. We make sure that it's not just organized, but it's organized in mm-hmm. such a way to help you function, and that's the best standpoint. I mean, you can have everything have a home and be nice and neat and precise, but it's not going to do anything if you can't reach it, access it, or get it. So that's and you're right, And you're want. right because and, and you're right because I've been with, I work with several clients who've had closet and storage concepts come out and do things, but I've also been there and I was like, okay, this is what they really need. And, and for example, the husband and wife, I want similar. <laughs> they need similar I want everything on his side to look like her side, so there's no dispute amongst me. I've got more drawers. She's got more of this, so let's, you know, do it like this. And, and I even shared with one 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 um, particular client, I said, look, I said, we need something specifically for his watches because he wants to be able to walk in this closet and he wants to be able to just look down and see all of his watches. So we got to have a special case for that. So you're right. You have to really... Know what you want and just communicate that with them. So you right. were so right about right. that. Um, so, Felicia, say somebody right now is, like, listening to you and thinking, okay, 
It's still a little icy and cold outside. Maybe I'll spend some time, you know, over the next few nights just kind of staying in and really tackling my closet. What are some things that, you know, you can share with them that they could do um, just to get started? Well, one thing is um, you can always go to uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, um Target, um, Michael's even shown them buy those uh, wicker or wire mesh baskets. And for any shelf that you have, you can use that to put smaller items in that you have in your closet in that particular. And that will help you to organize your shelves in your closet. Another thing which some people really don't understand is like hangers. If you have consistent hangers that allow you to hang like two items, um, like a skirt and a blouse, on it or mm-hmm. um, a nice heavy jacket and a, and a shirt to, to compile, but they're very uniform, that automatically organizes your closet. So just going out and getting hangers that um, allow you to organize is good. Um, a shoe organizer, perfect. Um, for those that are uh, do-it-yourself and you feel comfortable drilling holes in your closet, I wouldn't recommend it if you're renting because <laughs> um, you're going to patch them back up but um, the on-demand strips could work too for your closet but if you want to try different hooks and you don't have to buy those hooks that are all on like one wooden strip you can just incorporate different hooks different sizes some thicker some smaller um, and that's a really quick fix um, so you can organize them and to hang um whether it be your, your, depending upon the size of your closet, your belts, your buckles, your scarves, your your ties, your anything of that nature. Um, another thing I tell people is really easy. Um, and you can get these anywhere. The shoe bag organizers. They're not just for shoes. They're also for other things too as well. Um, but definitely utilize that door space. Um, and you can do front and back. Um, when I lived in an apartment, the front part of my door, I had a little hook, and that's where I hung my clothes that I was wearing the next day. Um, mm-hmm. The back part of my door is where I did have my shoe organizer, but it kept my stockings and little stuff like that. Not necessarily my shoes. Mm-hmm. My closet was so small that my clothes butted up right against it. But it kept some of my belts, my, my scarves, my shoes. And, I mean, not my mm-hmm. shoes, my, my socks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, those are some quick little things that you can go out and do right away. Um, you really don't really need a professional to help you with, you can, but you can still be creative with it. Um, but, you know, there there are other things that, you know, like adding shelves or adding additional mm-hmm. bar or stuff like that, mm-hmm. I would strongly suggest that you consult somebody to make sure that you're not putting in a, a shelf that's not supportive or a bar that's going to collapse because it's too heavy from the weight of the clothes. Um, So just to make sure that you're installing it properly to consult, you know, like you or myself, somebody in the profession that can ensure that it's done correctly. But the ones that that's the only thing I would suggest that you would need a professional for. But everything else that I mentioned is something that you can go and do right away, you know. Um, And, and, And I agree. I mean, I agree with the professional because someone told me one time a couple, they were sleeping and they heard a crash. 
and they didn't know what it was, but it was a crash. They thought it was something outside. They woke up the next morning, and the the bars in the walk-in closet had all collapsed. So it's always <sighs> good to have a professional install them <laughs> because they know exactly where it needs to be placed, and they know the weight. And when they look at all your clothes, they can really kind of tell you, okay, you need to get rid of some things, or we need to distribute these things a different way. So. Yes, get the professionals, people. Get the professionals. (laughs) Well, uh, well, I do have a question. I do have a question, Felicia, and it's it's basically couples. Like, how do, I mean, what is the best way to really navigate that whole closet thing? I mean, you have some people who, I mean, to to live in harmony, because obviously sometimes women, we have more clothes than men. But then how do you really navigate that space in that closet? I mean, really, because I see it sometimes with the women, they just go in and they take it over, and I feel so bad for some of the men. I'm like, wow, where is his stuff? Oh, it's over here in this little corner. <laughs> and he's got to try to and then he's got to try to navigate and find some place elsewhere in the home to put his stuff. So, um like like do you do you do you suggest getting similar you know, systems or dividing the systems or, like, how how would you best approach couples should best approach? I mean, I really think with a situation like that, it's best to consult a professional because you need somebody to come in there and really design something for you or else That's it could just be, you know. The... Yes, what you're saying is absolutely correct. And I'm laughing because I am one of those, women that kind of take over the closet. <laughs> but um, it, it's kind of funny, though, because after being married for so long, I've come to the realization that he, I, and I've, we've had that conversation with husband and wife. He does he, the way that he treats some of his clothes is totally different than what I do. I mean, okay. um the, I tend to hang up a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. To me, mm-hmm. I like to see it right there in front of me where he utilizes more drawer space. Um, okay. The things that he hangs up doesn't require much space. He needs more shelves because he wears a lot of jeans and sweatshirts and stuff like that um, because it's a occupation. So he requires mm-hmm. a lot of more shelving space, which would give him more room than hanging space. So... Um, now, I kind of treat the closet or any type of renovation like I do any other project. I sit down with okay. the couple and say, how do you intend to use it and how do you intend to use it? And I tell them right from the door, like I do with anything, you have to be brutally honest with me. You're not hurting my feelings, but if anything, you're hurting yourself by not mm-hmm. being honest with me. Mm-hmm. So tell mm-hmm. me how you use it and then design it that way. By doing that, both parties are happy. And you're not forcing one person to do something that or have something they're not using. Um, like I give you a, a, an example. When we, we did our closet, we did give him a tie rack, and we gave mm-hmm. him a belt, which is like a thing that holds the belt hooks. I can mm-hmm. use the belt hooks for my jewelry. The big, the okay. huge beaded chains, the long beaded chains mm-hmm. that I like, or the the decorative belts and stuff, um, because mm-hmm. he 
is not really a belt person. <laughs> I mean, just okay. he may have okay. one or three belts. Um, the hook, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I got thinking that he would hang his hoodies or bust for me for my scars. Um, mm-hmm. So we just kind of reevaluated what we use and how we use it so we can both be happy. So it's not like I'm telling him, look, this is for you. You have to hang your stuff here. And he's like, no, I don't like you know, I'm not really using that. So, you know, it just helps to keep the peace and harmony. Um, but when you do that from day one, and this is something I wish mm-hmm. I did, um, <laughs> I could have been like, well, maybe I want two rows of those since I'm using them and he's not. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So that's why, that's a okay. story I tell people all the time. <laughs> Be brutally okay. honest with us. <laughs> Let us know yeah, how that's both true. That's true. Use the space. Yeah, and then yeah, we'll go from true. there. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, even, that um, yeah. Even in the kitchen, um, I have couples that both like to cook, and when we redid their mm-hmm. uh, their kitchen, I designed what he would utilize more because he's more of a baker. She's more of like a, mm-hmm. a cook. So anything baking mm. good was within his reach easy for him to get, no need of storing that where she's going to utilize her pots and pans and her spices and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean. Okay. Yeah. That's a good good suggestion. That's a real good suggestion to keep the harmony in the home and in the marriage. Well, Felicia, as always, you've given some great, wonderful tips. Thank you so much. How can listeners get in contact with you? Well, they can contact me <laughs> several different ways. Um, I do have those cl- those clients that, you know, love to hear my voice, contact me via phone. Um, so they can definitely contact me that way. Um, my phone is 215-808-4786. Again, it's 215-808-4786. Um, and I'll be more than happy to talk to you and, you know, meet it, set up a consultation. Um, and then I also have those clients that, you know, rely heavily on um, email, and they can reach me at Benton, B-E-N-T-O-N, underscore Felicia, F-E-L-I-C-I-A, at yahoo.com. Um, and then also uh, they can definitely feel free to check out my website um, in which they can see um, everything that I have designed um, I have some new projects that, you know, would be added to there, but um, right now they can see what I've designed thus far. And the website is Felicia, F-E-L-I-C-I-A, dash Benton, B-E-N-T-O-N, dot squarespace, dot com. Okay? So um, they can definitely contact me that way, too, as well. Okay. And then also, if you go to the show page for Blog Talk Radio, there is a direct link to Felicia's website, so you can contact her that way as well. Well, Felicia, oh, thank thanks. you so much. For... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thank you so much for your time and also your tips on how to organize a closet so we can get ourselves ready for that going spring shopping because we'll all be doing it. We'll all be just running out here just singing and probably so happy to see some tulips come up. So I thank you again for your time. (laughs) 
And it's you have a great evening. Oh, you too. You too, Jan. It's always a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me again. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello. This is Lori Kennedy from Shred Patrol, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. Yes, that is Miss Lori Kennedy. Thank you, Lori. And... You know, this is that time of the year where you're getting all of your tax information all organized, and now you're probably coming across stuff that you don't no longer need. This is a great time to shred and contact Shred Patrol. So, audiobooks. Got Clutter, Get Organized podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from. And you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. And if you sign up to the URL, which is www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized, you can get a free audio book and a one-month free trial of service. And tonight, the book that I am suggesting is Organizing for Life, Declutter Your Mind to Declutter Your World, and this is by Sandra Felton. And it says you learn why things are out of control so you can get them back in order and keep them that way. You'll uncover the mental and emotional roots of clutter, guilt, fear, rebellion, habit, so you can get rid of it. Again, that's organizing for life. Declutter your mind to declutter your world by Sandra Felton. And this is the ebook the audio book that I am suggesting for this week, and you can get a free copy as well as a one-month free trial of audible.com by going to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, Felicia provided us with some great closet organizing tips, and I'm just going to follow up with some of the things that she suggested in my little Tailor tip time with my five little suggestions. Number one, take inventory. Take inventory of what you currently have in your closet and what you plan to add from storage and future purchases. So you may have stuff um, in storage. You may be making some future purchases because of spring, summer. Take inventory. The next thing is evaluate the current closet design. And Felicia talked about several different ways that you really need to look at your closet, maximizing the space with shelving, you know, using storage for shoes, you know, doubling the closet with rods. Because ask yourself what you like and what you don't like about your current system. You know, for example, I used to love storing my shoes in boxes. I used to have shoe boxes all nicely stacked, but, now, I like to see my shoes. I like to go in my closet and see my shoes. So sometimes we change as we get older. So, you know, I prefer to have them on racks so they're more visible. And at one point I also thought one of my shelves in my closet was a little too low because I'm a little tall, and therefore I wanted it a little higher so I can raise the bar and then I can actually add another bar. So actually think of that. And number three, we talked about this. Learn to let go. Let go of what's in your closet, also items that you stored last season that you do not wear and you probably will not wear. 
Can you still fit it? Do you still like it? I'm thinking of one item right now that has never fit the way I thought it would fit. It's been hanging in my closet, and I'm going to share with you later what I'm going to be doing with it. And it may also help when you have things, especially women out there. I know a lot of men's organizations are doing this now. Donate the clothes. Somebody out there can use what's been hanging in your closet. So step three. Step four, next you want to develop a plan. You want to get out a piece of paper because first you've already taken inventory of what you have, what you're going to get. You've evaluated your closet design. Mm, This is not working. I need more shelves. I need more rods. You're starting to purge stuff. Now you can see what you have left to organize. Then you want to develop your plan, get out a piece of paper, you know, create your closet design, or call a closet designer. You know, Felicia, Closet and Storage Concepts, they can help you. They can help you. And then, of course, you know, how many pairs of shoes you have? Do you have several handbags? And then the last thing is you get organized. You want to categorize things by color, by type. I do mine by color and by type. Utilize shoe boxes, shoe racks. Make sure you use a variety of storage boxes and containers for scarves, handbags, hats. So, again, number one is you want to take inventory. Number two, evaluate your current closet design. Number three, you definitely want to let go. Number four. You want to develop a plan, and number five, you want to get organized. So those are my tips, my closet organizing tips, and this week's Taylor's Tip Time. Now let's move on to my mailbag. And I want to thank you for your tweets, your emails, your posts on Facebook. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to some of you posted that you will um, be attending the Philadelphia Federation of Teachers Conference. So I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Thank you for all of you who are following me on social media, especially Instagram. Thank you so much. And if you're not following me, make sure you follow me. I'm Organizer Janet. Follow me on Instagram because what I put on Instagram is a little different than what I do on my other social media venues. And I want to thank Restore TV for following me on Google+. And, of course, I want to welcome to the Blog Talk Radio community, Emmanuel Barbie, Against the Grain, Education, Enrichment, Enlightenment, Impress, Tinker. I want to welcome all of you to my Blog Talk Radio community. Thank you so much for following me. And, of course, you know, you can always um, just reach out to me because we have our own little message system here. Now, tomorrow... Of course, today is Monday and tomorrow is Tossa Tuesday. I want you out there listening to donate at least one item in your closet you no longer wear. I want you to take a picture of it. I want you to send it to me. You can go to JanetMTaylor.com and go to the contact page. Say, Janet, this is what I'm I'm donating, and send me a picture because tomorrow I'm going to share with you what I'm I'm going to be donating. I have had this cute little, and it's a cute little sundress. In my closet, I can say this is 2015. So I can say because I remember having it at when I before I even moved to this. So I've had it for at least three or four years. And every time I put it on, 
I just don't like the way it fits. It just never fit right. So I decided I'm going to practice what I preach. It's an item in my closet. has never fit good. I'm probably not going to even wear it this summer. So I am going to donate. I'm going to take a picture, and I'm going to post it on social media, and I want you to send me your pictures too. Okay, so again, donate at least one item in your closet you no longer wear, and you go to JanetMTaylor.com, my contact page, and you tell me, Janet, I'm donating this dress or this sweater or these shoes, and just send me a picture. So I want you to do that. Now, moving right along, my app suggestion is Closet Plus. That's right, Closet Plus. Get your clothing in Closet Plus in no time with the bulk import feature. Create outfits super quick using the Item Grid um, app. Zap around the app at lightning speed thanks to the gesture-driven user interface. And it says at a glance you can see when items and outfits were last worn, what they cost, and how much value you're getting out of them. And you can also plan what to wear ahead of time by adding an item and outfits to a built-in calendar. And you can also create packing checklists before using so you don't have to scramble at the last minute. Now, this particular item, excuse me, this particular app, unfortunately, is only available on the iPhone. So... I am, you know, unfortunately sorry about that. But I'll keep looking. Or if any of you out there listening know of an app, a closet organizing app that is Android, for the Android, let me know. You can go to my website, com, click the contact page, and email me. Next, my product suggestion is, of course, my repurposed suggestion is, a shutter attached to the wall and use it to hanging clothes. So, for example, on my repurpose page, I have a photo of a shutter and someone used it to hang their dresses. They attached the shutter to the wall and they're hanging dresses on it. So I want you to go to my Pinterest page for that. Now, my product suggestion is actually the double hang. It's a rod you attach to an existing rod in your closet. It's an inexpensive way to maximize the space so you can have double space. You can hang possibly shirts and blazers at the top, skirts and slacks at the bottom. Now, for your app, my app as well as my product suggestion, you can go to my Pinterest page. But my product suggestion, you can go to my Facebook, my LinkedIn, or my Twitter page so you can visually see what it looks like. So those are my suggestions for this week. Again, my app suggestion is Closet Plus. My product suggestion is a closet maximizer. It's a rod that will allow you to maximize your closet space. And my repurposed suggestion is a, a shutter that was attached to the wall and then someone used it to actually hang clothes. So those are some, some tips this week and some resources to help you Get organized. And, again, you can find all of those on my Pinterest page, but you can also find the product suggestion on my social media. Well, 
my free resources. I want to thank all of you for signing up for my free resources, and here they are again. My ebook, 30 Minutes or Less, Simple Tips to Organize Your Life, and it's 30 tips you can do in 30 minutes or less, which would be great for the spring. Then, of course, my other ebook, which is 25 Tips to Organizing Your Office, which is actually 25 tips to help you organize your, your desk and other areas in your workspace, but also you will get an audio on how to have a smooth morning routine, so how to get out the house on time. So you get that with that. So again, my free resources are 30 minutes or less, simple tips to organize your life, and 25 tips ebook on 25 tips to organizing your office, along with a free audio on how to have a smooth morning routine. And of course, you can always order a copy of my 101 Secrets to Living an Organized Life book. <coughs> Excuse me, my voice on living an organized life. And all that's available if you just go to my website at www.JanetMTaylor.com and you go to the products page. You can order the free e-books or you can order a copy of my book, One-on-One Secrets to Living and Organized Life. Well, next week we have Nakia Stiff, who will be coming to us and she will be our safety expert and next week's topic is safe, secure, and organized, how we can be more organized to be more safe out there in the world. So that's next week. And then the following week is repurpose and restore and renew. And I got an opportunity to talk to Drew Meyer Sr., who is one of the directors. He's actually the senior director of Restore, which is a division of Habitat for Humanity, on how when we donate items, how they get repurposed and they get a new life with someone else. So I hope you'll join me. And it's countdown to 300, the 300th episode. Right now we're at 296. This show is 297. So we are getting there, and I have all of you out there to thank because it's you who listen, who download, who email me, who tweet me, who just connect with me, who sign up and be a part of the community on Blog Talk, who just help and motivate me to continue doing what I love to do. And I'm excited about the 300 show and, and my guests, and that is going to be a very powerful show. I just know it. So my quote for the week is, because we are in uh, Women's History Month, is women like men should try to do the impossible. And when they fail, their failure should be a challenge to others. And that's Amelia Earhart. Again, women like men should try to do the impossible. And when they fail, their failure should be a challenge to others. Amelia Earhart. So I truly thank you all for joining me. Thank you all for who just become a part of my community, for following me on social media, who continue to download this show. Again, next week, Safe, Secure, and Organized. How we need to organize areas of our home, probably not carry as many handbags, maybe not have a cluttered trunk and looking for things in the middle of the night when we need to be basically have everything we need, get in the car and drive off. 
little things like that, how being organized can impact our safety, especially for those of us who are traveling here and there. So I want to, again, thank all of you for listening. And, of course, always come visit me on my website at www.JanetMTaylor.com and connect with me via social media, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Google+, LinkedIn, or on Instagram because I'm Organizer Janet. So until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day, but most of all, I want you to have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.